The Vitruvian Man, Hidden Secrets of Leonardo da Vinci's Drawing Renaissance artists, masters of their craft, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, famous through the ages for their works of art. They placed much meaning within their works, and the Vitruvian Man is no different. Leonardo da Vinci used it to express meaning, and I aim to explain some of what I have found here. What is the golden ratio? It's a value expressed as phi, and represented symbolically as it is what the Pythagoreans call an unlimited. It is not a whole number, and it is infinitely recurring, and what's fascinating about phi is that it is a fractal, when the outside is the same as the inside. It is traveling non-destructively and is the math of infinity, i.e., when you divide a line in this ratio, the whole of the line will be of the same ratio to the greater part of the line. It is a non-destructive division. I want to first start by stating that this is a speculation piece based on my own academic interest of the golden ratio and its value in connection with the material manifestation of existence itself. This is a little different to what I usually try to write, seeking to spark interest in the reader so that they may delve deeper for themselves in order to ascertain meaning. In essence, I try to report broadly and fairly with the intention of seeking harmony rather than division, as I believe that if the information is reported accurately, then the truth is not far behind, and the truth is one. So if fairly reported, then the culmination of all that I write should show connection in truth and beliefs and not division. No more pointing fingers, but instead understanding. This subject, however, is not something that has or can really be defined as a conclusion, as I believe that some independent conjecture has to be applied in order to start the wheels of thought in others. It is not currently understood as fact at this stage of existence, and I believe Plato puts it well. Amid the variety of opinions which have arisen about God and the nature of the world, we must be content to take probability for our rule, considering that I, who am the speaker, and you, who are the judges, are only men. To probability we may attain no further. Plato's Timaeus. We will begin by debunking a generalized statement made by those who do not understand this golden ratio. I have seen very often, when the golden spiral is expressed to show the nature of things being derived from this ratio, the statement is often made, that is not the golden ratio. To an extent, they are correct, but the denier misses the purpose of reference. Let us look at an example. If we take the Fibonacci sequence, the numerical series that we express visually achieves the golden spiral. 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34, 55, 89, 144, 237, 377, and so on. Each number is the sum of the two numbers before it. The ratio of each to the last is what's important. 1 to 2 is 2. 2 to 3 is 1.5. 3 to 5, 1.666. 5 to 8, 1.6. 8 to 13. 1.625, 13 to 21, 1.615, 21 to 34, 1.619, 34 to 55, 1.617, 55 to 89, 1.618, 89 to 144, 1.617, 144 to 233, 1.618, 233 to 377, 1.618. As we can see, Nature has a code with which it progresses, and is that which it is attempting to attain. It is the ideal state. We see it vary and never perfect, because we have not yet achieved the ideal state, but are a reflection of it. And existence is moving towards the ideal state. 
There is much variation in the beginning, but through progression it begins to become much more stable. We are seeing the objective of form in these numbers. Throughout nature, we see that form is growing to achieve ideal state. We can see this in the Vitruvian Man. Leonardo da Vinci, when commissioned to illustrate a book about divine form, he was inspired by a man named Vitruvius, an engineer and architect who, around 15 BC, wrote a book detailing the form of nature itself and its applications in design. He illustrated and described this within the human body, and this was the inspiration for the Vitruvian Man. Within this artwork, da Vinci geometrically expressed what is known as refracting the circle, which is a circle derived from the perimeter of a square, not to be confused with squaring the circle, which is deriving a circle from the area of a square. If we assume that the length of the side of the square is 1, and therefore the perimeter summing up to 4, then to calculate the area of the circle, we would want to find the diameter. We will be using the true value of pi, 3.144, when the area under the edge of the circle is measured as it was left out in Archimedes' calculation of pi through the method of exhaustion. I will do another article on that. So we would use 2 pi r is equal to 4, since the perimeter of the square is 4, so pi r is equal to 2. Therefore, r is equal to 2 over pi, and r is equal to 0 0.636, which means d, or the diameter, is equal to 2r, which is equal to 1.272. This is what is known as the golden root. It is the number that when multiplied by itself, or squared, is equal to 1.618, or the golden ratio. The point of expressing this calculation is to show something else that comes up in da Vinci's drawing. The reason we cannot calculate accurately, directly from the drawing itself, is due to the thickness of da Vinci's pencil mark. So it is not perfection. The same applies to existence as we currently experience it. The reason why the number is not consistently 1.618 in nature is because it has not yet the ideal and perfect state. It is always working towards it, as we can see from the progression of the Fibonacci sequence, striving for perfection. But we have not achieved it yet. Leonardo da Vinci is this Leonardo da Vinci is saying the same thing with his drawing, the square representing earth form and the circle representing heaven. We are of both heaven and earth, geometrically measured to both in his drawing, but we have yet to attain the ideal state which is the apex of the triangle that forms within his drawing, in the heavenly space above the square. More evidence for this is the geometrical markings on the earthly form and lack of them on the heavenly body. Note that da Vinci clearly marks proportions on the earthly body, but leaves them missing from the exalted form. I make the claim that this is because the form of heaven is beyond shape, it is infinite, as is represented by the circle, which itself is infinite in that it has no edges. The exalted man has broken free of the bounds of what may be measured.